Welcome to Hope is Here, bringing hope to those struggling with life's difficult situations. Welcome to Hope is Here. My name is Greg Horn. We're continuing our conversation with Jennifer Schindler. And, uh, she's just sharing uh, her journey of faith and we all have a story, and yet sometimes Satan makes us think that we're the only one that has suffered heartache, disappointment, illness, bankruptcy, uh, divorce, and uh, I love to have guests that share how God has helped them through some of the deep valleys in their life. Yesterday, uh, uh, we heard Jennifer's first part of her story about getting married, just being in a really uh, unhealthy marriage that dealt with some with addiction, and then going through a divorce with four young children, and uh Jennifer, obviously, man, you're just trying to kind of get life back on the rails again as you're now a single mom with four young children and on top of dealing with just all that encompasses that, then uh, your your health changed. Talk about that. Yes. So um, basically, uh, I'm living with my parents. I have four kids. And um, like I said, thank God for them and what they've endured with um, just everything that we've all been through. But um, it's just by the grace of God. And so I think it was about um, a year, almost a year after uh, Blake was born, my youngest. Um, I noticed, and he, actually before then, before before I even had him, actually, before I even knew I was pregnant, I felt a little lump. I had gone to my OB about it. I told him, and he kind of just blew me off. I was 31 at the time, okay? And um, no history in my family of cancer, breast cancer, or anything like that. But um, I told him two other times just kind of blew me off. And then I was pregnant off the radar, you know, everything changes when you're pregnant. And so after I had him, I noticed that this lump had gotten a lot bigger, but you know, I'm trusting the doctor. I'm thinking, and I have no history in my family. I don't really don't know much about, um, that 80. I don't know that 80% of all breast cancer is non-genetic come to find that out. But, um, anyway, so I, uh, just, told my mom about it. My mom is a nurse. And so she had worked with different surgeons and I went to see a general surgeon. And it's funny looking back on this. I also have these veins in my leg from being pregnant, you know, the battle scars of pregnancy, but so worth it. Uh, but I go in there and I'm telling him about this and I'm like, Oh yeah, I have this like lump right here. You know, I don't, <laughs> I just remember the look on his face of concern, you know, and, but because thanks, thanks to him, uh, he went ahead and immediately ordered, um, a mammogram, biopsy just all the works and it was that day um in october 2011 that i found out i had breast cancer for the first time so yeah um kind of like charlie brown with the wah 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 you know you're kind of when you have that word directed at you it's kind of it's just it's life-changing um but i trusted the god and i knew that he's in control again like i've never just not I've, i just know that i'm in his hands you know and it that he was going to work through this. So immediately I went to have chemo, actually six months of chemo, lost my hair, just went through all that. My kids, I remember I didn't want them to be afraid and I wanted to just be real with them about it. Um, but just keep pointing them to our hope in Jesus because he is taking care of us through all this. And they kept like cut my hair and then my dad shaved my head. And so that's one of the hardest parts of cancer is losing your hair. At least as a woman, I, I have to say, I, I know that sounds superficial, but it's just because it's your like what you identify with, you know. But surely what I found out was my identity does not come from anything external, from anything um, that like my work or like what I look like. My identity comes from Christ. And it was like he was stripping these things away for me to know what my solid foundation is him. And 
so he he just I felt his hand and hold me hold him holding my hand through that and I remember scripture after scripture and that's when I started getting back in the word and here I'm like oh I need you you know I need the truth of your word and oh he just supported me through that time and so um it was tough and then I had a double mastectomy and radiation right after and so I had to wait about a year and a half to start the breast reconstruction process because of where I had radiation so I had to wear the little prosthetic bra thing and everything and one thing that's really sweet that happened when my youngest was two at the time I'm gonna be kind of real about this so I remember you know you got to wash the bra sometimes and you got the little prosthetic boobs that go in there and I'm in there and all of a sudden here comes my little two-year-old in with these things and his hands going here mom here's your boobs (laughs) I mean I'll never forget you know this is all he's known I mean he's he's seen me go through all this and he's been he's just been such a light he was born at a time that was a very dark time for me and my family my parents too my dad was going through some things himself with cancer prostate cancer and he's been healed of that but i mean it was just a dark time and just that's what i mean like the lord is so personal he's so personal like if you just seek him you will find him like he says so um and in truth which is his word and Oh, it was just um, just the grace that he gives us in those moments, you know. So anyway, so I went along. and um, But I think because I didn't realize, though, where I was spiritually, I was, um, again, kind of entering into a complacent place because I look back on this. Or more, I think, where I was, I was um, affected more deeply than I thought by not having breasts, not, you know having these things stripped away that I was seeking affirmation and I got into this one relationship that was horrible and I did things I never thought I would do because I think number one I wasn't daily in the word because God knows how forgetful we are and by the way chemo brain is real I still (laughs) it's you forget and um you know, the word says, his word says that if I hide your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. You know, it's through sin that we harden our hearts, the deceitfulness of sin. And you can just get into this place that is very scary because even my salvation was my salvation. He he paid for my sin. I have been saved since that moment and eight years old. But we can come outside of his that fellowship with him and get into places with sin that is you're blind. And it's a scary place to be. And then by his grace, he woke me up out of that um, blind blindness that I was in. But it took some more major adversities. But anyway, I I think a lot of people relate to that. And um, that our affirmation only comes from Jesus. And the fact that he paid the most tremendous price, his life and his blood that was shed for us, for us to be able to be with him one day. Like, I mean, if that's not the most um, outpouring of love that you can even know, you know, that he would do that even though while we're still sinners, that he would come and humble himself that way to, for us to be with him, that's where my value comes from. And I'm learning that. And, um, but it's through those times I think he allows in our lives for us to come to those places yet again where, oh God, I need you. I need you, you know, until then, you know, he gives he resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Humility is the doorway to really see God's power in your life. And 
through truly surrendering to him. So I've, I've learned that in this journey. And so anyway, um, that's kind of the story of the first diagnosis. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you're listening today, you know, I hope you hear the passion in Jennifer's voice. And, uh, I can tell you from meeting with her a couple of weeks before we, uh, did this program that uh, just she exudes love for Jesus and her Bible. Uh, she had it with her and she was showing me scriptures and it's marked up and pinned, highlighted, and starred. I, I love seeing that. And so uh, it becomes real though divorce, cancer, and four young children. And so if somebody listening today, you think, man, I've been through a tough deal. And I want you to know because you hurt that God does hurt. But also there is hope because of Jesus, and that's why I wanted to have Jennifer on here because I think hopefully you can hear that in her voice. So let's continue on what happens next. You get through that first yep. round of cancer and start right. this new life. Of, yeah. Right. So I, um, I did do – I did choose to do the breast reconstruction, so that was about eight surgeries total. <laughs> A lot of surgeries. Um, but um, it's through that process – uh, I actually met my second husband. I met him on Match.com, <laughs> so um, which can show you that you can meet people and and there. But you know, at the time though, I got to be honest, I wasn't. I wasn't. I've always shared about Jesus because I've I've loved him ever since I met him. I've loved him, and I I just want to tell people about him and then the hope that we have in him. And um, but at the same time, you know, there's the Bible's full of all these examples of people who love the Lord, but man, they screwed up, okay? Because that's the point. We're all going to screw up. Only Jesus is the perfect, righteous one who's going to meet God's standard, and that's why he had to come. That's why it has to be him, and he's the only way to salvation. And But we learned that, um, wow, I really have screwed up, you know, and it's acknowledging of that and just coming to him. He's so forgiving and he will cleanse you of all unrighteousness when you just come and confess your sin to him. I mean, and he did that for me. And, but when I met my second husband, I again was just like in this place of, um, not abiding. I'm, I'm trying to bring out how important it is. And I know I have an audience of people who aren't believers and also people that are, um, but no matter what, uh, the Lord has to reveal to you through his Holy Spirit the truth of his word. You know, until then, it's going to look like Japanese. Because I don't know about you, I've until the Holy Spirit enlightened me with the truth, because he is the truth. He is the word, um, the word of God. And um, until then, you just ask him, just humbly ask him. He will. He will show himself. He's personal. I mean, he will he will speak to you through his word on a very personal level. And it's just mind boggling. And it's my testimony. So I, at this point, when I met my second husband, I um, had gotten into a place of, uh, I guess, complacency again. And I really think I was, I don't know what I was doing, to be honest with you. <laughs> I look back on it. But, um, and he would agree, I'm sure. And I don't want to, you know, this has come around to a good situation on the other side. And we are divorced now. But there was a, there were good things that came from that that I feel like God allowed that it had to be through those times of complete brokenness and adversity that um, a full surrender. And so anyway, uh, I don't know where to, I know we got a well, couple I, minutes I think, here yeah, left. Well, but. So you share that and I've shared that as part of my story too, that, um, you know, nobody you know, plans on divorce and it happens and, you know, it hurts. And like we said in the first program, you know, God doesn't, uh, he hates divorce, but not divorce people. He hates what it does to us. And yet it does happen. And yet, 
there's always hope because of Jesus. There's healing. And his grace. And his grace and his mercy and his love. And uh, that's why I wanted to have Jennifer on here. Um, so you, you go through that and, you know, you're like, okay, wow, God, I'm, you know, you know but thankful for my health, hopefully. And yet that changed again. So. Yes, and so I'll try to wrap it up. But um, through this marriage, and we were married about almost five years. He had, he has three children. I have four. So we had seven kids, two of us in a small house, and uh, just some other family dynamics. It was just a very stressful environment. We had some things that were good that happened, but I think um, where he was not in the place he needed to be either. And I, I have compassion on on him for that. I have forgiveness because I know that he has wounds that that people have that they don't they don't necessarily mean to but they they take it out on you and and it was anyway became a very toxic environment to the point where um my children were suffering i was suffering literally dying because i found out in november of 2018 that the cancer had come back and not only that it was widespread throughout my bones lymph nodes all that and um it was like god was like it had to be something drastic. And I just, even my daughter daughter said to me, Mom, the more I pray, the worse it gets. Just FYI, people. Sometimes, I mean, that is God answering your prayers because he is working in something. And um, I just literally felt his hand just move us out of that environment back to my parents again. God bless them, seriously. And we are to this day right now. But um, it's been about three years since then. And the God has done a miracle um, in our lives. And so... Well, unfortunately, out of time, but uh, man, you've got to join us again tomorrow because uh, I'm just going to talk about what God is showing um, Jennifer through this time with the second round of cancer, and uh, it's just uh, God has shown up as He always does, and you do not want to miss tomorrow as we're going to share what God's been teaching her through this journey. So, join us again tomorrow as we continue our conversation with Jennifer Schindler on Hope Is Here. Thank you for listening to Hope Is Here podcast. To listen to one of our previous programs or to make a tax-deductible donation, please go to our website, hopeishere.today. That's hopeishere.today. Serving Central Kentucky since 2012, Gluten-Free Miracles is Lexington's locally owned healthy bakery and cafe. For those who follow a gluten-free diet, there are lots of delicious options. If you're on a paleo, keto, or vegan eating plan, then Gluten-Free Miracles Healthy Bakery and Cafe is also the place for you. Need a birthday cake or anniversary cake for that special occasion? Gluten-Free Miracles Healthy Bakery and Cafe can also assist you there. Conveniently located off Nicholasville Road behind Jeff's Car Wash. Visit them today or check them out online at glutenfreemiracles.com. That's glutenfreemiracles.com.